Massive cunts. Don't be. Don't. Sh- don't. Let's not be oh, yeah, by the I bush. Mean, you know what? I've Massive to podcasts, cunts. Like, yeah. I've never thought oh, I'm going to take the second out just to fucking. You know, it's a fledgling podcast. We're trying our best here. Hello and welcome to the Great Unraveling Podcast. I'm Matt, I'm the producer of this show, which I make with my good friend, political commentator Ben Kelly. Hello. Now, I think Ben had some grand designs on this episode, but it took us so long to start recording on the night that um, I ended up blind drunk and and I kind of ruined it. Um, I'm not taking all the blame though, because Ben sounded again like he'd just woken up for some reason. It's the night time. You never know what you're going to get with Ben, who knows? Um... I think I've rectified it in the edit, but please try and enjoy. <sighs> All right, Ben, how you doing? <laughs> I want to do the, the Atletico Mince thing where he goes, <sighs> All right, Bob. Yeah. Um, how are you doing, Ben? Uh, I'm doing... Okay, I think, Matt. I keep telling people yeah. that I'm actually very happy because I feel in my core that I am, but also that a little bit fed up with the whole life being a bit shitty thing. But I think I think I'm all right. I think I'm all right. I think I'm all right. You? It's a lot easy. It's a lot easier just to say, "Yeah, I'm all right," isn't it? Like, yeah, it's like one of those annoying conversations where people give you too many details. Yeah, I'm good actually. Thanks. You could just delete that and use the pre-recording where I'm just like, yes, or hello, <laughs> <laughs> like you usually do. That's so when I, see, when, I, when I see Arthur and I'll say, all right, how are you doing? And like there was a while for a bit where he was like, oh, you know, in Poland, we don't really say that when we see each other. We just, we, we, don't, we don't ask how we each other are because really you don't really care how each other are. Yeah. And you just say hello. And I found out like incredibly callous and you know, Eastern European. That's what yeah, like, well, tell him to get to the program now. Care. He thinks of himself as as British now, so even I think I'm even yeah. when you have a podcast every two weeks and you've already had a conversation for an hour beforehand, we still say hi, how are you? <laughs> every single time. Yeah, but it's, Ben, I actually do care how you are. Thank you, Matt. especially in these times. Apart from the time you just told me to just say I was fine after I was saying I wasn't sure. What are we talking about today? Well, uh, I wrote an article this week about the anti-vax movement uh, in response to uh, all the good news about vaccines coming out. Caveat, neither me nor Matt are experts in this field. Uh, (laughs) We we both believe in the uh, benefits and miracles of vaccines. We do not believe in the conspiracy theories. But we're not going to pretend that we are huge experts. I would have got an expert on, but let's be honest, who's going to come on this podcast to talk about it? So we've done a bit of research, we've read up on it, we're going to discuss it. (laughs) I mean, I haven't, have you? I have, yes. I mean, I wrote an article, obviously, research. Good, good. You said you did research. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, so, yeah, okay. This is a very so, long go, intro. <laughs> go, go monologue. Go monologues. What do you say? Yeah. Oh, the monologue's after this, isn't it? Yeah. Eat monologue. Begin monologue. Go. Oh, God.
The vaccines are coming. The vaccines are coming. I don't want to tempt fate, but I think everything is going to be totally great forever. <sighs> it was nice to get overexcited for a few days, wasn't it? It was nice to finally get some good news. But okay, now we know there's going to be a hard slog till we get there. But we're on our way, yeah? How sad then, as soon as we got the great news about the incoming vaccines, the anti-vaxxers were out in force. Bill Gates was trending on Twitter because he wants to install microchips in us for some reason. I'm not quite sure why. Maybe install Windows 10 into our brains and harvest our data. Who knows? It's very easy to sneer. Very, very easy. Especially at the full-on conspiracy theorists. I mean, the stuff they come out with, well, it's a bit mad, isn't it? It's a bit off the wall. But to them, they're the ones in the know. In a world that can make us all feel very insignificant, they gain a sense of importance in knowing a truth that us sheep all don't. So, fine. We instinctively want to dismiss them as idiots, but actually we have to concentrate on changing minds, using facts and reasoned arguments, not dismissal and ridicule. Okay, so the most staunch anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorist, it's very difficult to change their mind, but there's a lot of other people who are susceptible to arguments, facts, reason. Trust in authority and government has been shaken in recent years, and in a year like this, in which extraordinary things have happened, many old certainties have been shaken and undermined. Scepticism about vaccine goes beyond conspiracy theorists and eccentrics, and it spreads to normal, perfectly reasonable people. They're people who are just anxious about, you know, things they don't know, their own ignorance. They're anxious. They lack the information to alleviate their concerns. So people ask questions. They ask questions such as, how can we be sure it's safe? And how do we know the long-term effects? These are questions that seem easy to answer, but actually for the layman, they're not. Anti-vaccination propaganda spreads because of our inherent cognitive biases. We humans were not very good at processing complex information and emotionally loaded risks. Instead, we rely on shortcuts in how we perceive information. Confirmation bias leads us to only accept facts that fit our existing beliefs, for example. Explanatory depth bias leads us to believe we know more about a subject than we do. And causal illusions encourage us to see cause and effect where there is none. Deniers of science use common techniques that are effective in raising doubts in people who lack the information they need to protect themselves from misinformation. The anti-vax movement has been very effective in inspiring doubt. For example, anti-vaxxers demand a 100% guarantee of safety, a level of reassurance that's impossible to give in most walks of life, never mind in science. What we do know is that vaccines go through extensive safety trials and we can be certain that it's a lot safer than contracting COVID-19, which also, by the way, has long-term effects that we're still learning about now. Anti-vaxxers cherry-pick information from studies they don't understand and they use it to further their agenda without putting it into any context and without acknowledging the scientific consensus on vaccinations. Which, by the way, is that vaccines are safe and they fucking work. So, the misinformation continues to spread. It's not enough to leave it to the medical community. The government now, now has to launch a full-scale public health information campaign now to combat anti-vax nonsense, promote the benefits of the vaccines and make it clear to the public that vaccination is the miracle that will get us back to normal. They need to advertise across every medium. Dispel the myths, reassure, remind people that this is their ticket to freedom, give people the facts, get a 24-7 fact-checking team on social media fighting back against fake news and propaganda. 
Vaccines are a miracle of science. They've saved millions of lives. Vaccines are why we don't have epidemics of measles, polio and smallpox. Vaccines are our ticket back to the life we've lost. We can't let fake news hinder that progress, because I want to get back to fucking normal. Don't we fucking all? Yeah, I mean, I find this, I do find this massively in, in, uh, interesting. I do, definitely do. Um, yeah, isn't it nuts? Like the, the, yeah, the extreme side of it, the anti-vaxxers. What's mm. that about? <laughs> well, I think funnily enough, what inspired me to want to write about it was actually the fact that, you know, I spend a lot of time on Twitter and um, I saw, well, you see all this, all this madness discussed on Twitter Um there was an upsurge in it when all the good news about the vaccines were coming out. Um, and you hear a lot of stuff from real people, from bots, and some of the conspiracy theories are, you know, really, really out there. Bill Gates mm-hmm. is funding a, a global conspiracy to put microchips in our heads for some reason. Um, um, that it, When Bill Gates trends on Twitter quite often when this, this, this debate opens up, I mean, you say that, so I think he trends on your Twitter. I think he's trending on is your it a Twitter. Pers- is, it a, is it a personalised thing? Maybe it is. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, maybe when I started looking so into you'd, it. You'd love that shit. And uh, thalidomide as well, the classic uh, tale of the morning sickness <laughs> drug that ended up causing birth deformities in the 50s and 60s, and we've all read about that, I think. And and that's Tell that, that leads... old as time... I think then there's got some people who are genuine conspiracy theories and, you know, I don't want to use the word, but slightly nutty. But I think that feeds down into a more logical question, which, as wrong as it might be, it's a a question, which is, they got it wrong then, could they not get it wrong now? Questions like that. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, the the, the kind of whole anti-vaccination thing I've always just found... No, but did you know anything much about who's this um, Andrew Wakefield man? Who's that? Yeah, so that's where a lot of the movement started because he linked the MMR vaccine to autism, which is is a story that's oh. never gone away. Uh, I think it was in nineteen ninety nine. He he released a paper on that. Now. That has been widely debunked time and time and time and time again. It's been discredited, and yet it persists. People still believe now that vaccines can cause autism. Now, there is plenty of information out there for people who want to read the evidence. That's not the main point, and I'm not going to go into a deep analysis of it, because, again, there's people who could do this better than me. But this is... (laughs) No, but really? I, I can say accurately that this has been discredited. Um, but that's the sort of foundation of the movement. And now with the coronavirus vaccine, you have two things. One, people thinking that it's being uh, overblown. Uh, other people think it's uh, made What's up. been overblown? Like the virus itself? Yeah, it's not. It's just a flu. It's you know, it's not as harmful as this right. and that. Yeah. Again. This is not what what the facts tell us, um, and with the vaccine, 
coming out. Uh, it's it's great news that it's been developed so quickly. But then we have another question of how do we know it's safe? It's been if it's been rushed. How do how do we know uh, what the long term effects are? People who you know consider themselves to be reasonably intelligent include upon these and believe in the benefits of vaccines. Yeah. Um, don't necessarily, they're not necessarily armed with that much detailed information to explain why they believe that. So it's actually very difficult when you come across a very committed anti-vaxxer or even someone who's taken on board some of the uh, misinformation, poses it to you and... Yeah, I mean, I've yeah, so I believe in evolution, but I've never read The Origin of the Species and, um, I, you know, I, I, I don't... Where if I talk to a creationist who, who would who would take spent a lot of time like researching, backing behind creationism, yeah, um, I would find it very difficult to have a, an argument with them because I haven't taken a lot of time to understand why well, evolutionism is the correct theory because I I, I have trust innate trust in, yeah. in certain structures, right? So. Um, so it's easy to sneer at these people whilst taking refuge in what Christopher Hitchens called the false security of consensus, which I've always thought was an interesting concept, which is basically what you've just explained uh, in terms of uh, evolution. You know, you come across someone who has spent a long, long time building their arguments about why intelligent design is a thing, even though we can think it's stupid and bizarre, and I'm sure we could re- refute many of the points I bet when you got down to it, you're going to start thinking, ooh, I I don't have as much in my armoury as I thought. What was your personal reaction when you heard about, like, a vaccine in the works? Um, When you heard that there would be, you know, like, I think the first one was the Pfizer one, right? My personal reaction to that, in all honesty, was, was that it was overwhelmingly good news and... I hope they can roll it out quickly. I think I, I'll have to admit to you then months earlier in, in the early discussions of vaccine, I did ask to myself, what, not in a in a even sceptical way, I just wondered, I just realised I didn't know the answer to the question, is this process being rushed? Does that mean it, it's less unsafe? When I did my research, I found, as, as we were discussing earlier, that... Most of these vaccines are, are, are based on a pretty solid foundation of previous research uh, and, and previous vaccines, and, and, and they're not just come from nothing, and, and they are going through some very vigorous uh, trials and, and safety measures. Um, yeah, <coughs> I, had, I had the same same reaction. I definitely remember uh, at least a few conversations I had where I was like, well, I'm a bit nervous about the fact that they've rushed it. Mm. And um, and really, I mean, you know, you're the, you're the person who decides on the content for the episodes. So um, I didn't actually really investigate, interrogate this much beyond like, oh, the nutters are opposing it. So I'm probably, <laughs> there's probably a middle ground here somewhere that I'm going to adopt. What anti-vaxxers want is for them to say it is 100% safe, guaranteed. But there is no medicine that's 100% safe. I don't. There's no operation that's 100% safe. 
That's it. That's it. That's it, though, isn't it? No vaccination that we currently have is 100% None. safe. No. So, so the MMR vaccine that we take, mm-hmm. the flu vaccine that you might yep. take once One, a year. not always effective, and two, um, some people don't react well to it. But, uh, uh, but you know, the fact is, any side effect or any effect, whatever it might be, and I'm not saying there are any, for a potential uh, coronavirus vaccine are going to be a lot better than what the disease does to your body over time, uh, which we are still yeah, learning. So it. for all this talk of, oh, we're still learning about the long-term effects of a vaccine, we're still learning about the long-term effects of COVID-19. And, you know, the more and more we learn about it, the more grim it gets. And um, that's something we should be worrying about more than anything else. Yeah, it's, it's a percentages game, isn't it? Um, should we should we stop and talk about something else? Um, yeah. Should we stop and talk about something else? Shall we? What I'm looking to get from you is yes, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Agreement. Brilliant. Get yourself yeah? vaccinated when it's here, if you're old. Good. I mean, nobody cares about what we say. They do. Yeah. We have Good. authorities. Finish this bit. Are we finished this we bit. We have finished this bit. So, yeah, so we're, we're going to do the next bit, aren't we? Which is like the bit where we don't talk about the thing that we just talked about. Um, yeah, other shit, as you like to call it. I do like to call it that. Yeah, it's nice. It's it, apt, I think. Apt? It's other, uh, sh- it's other shit, isn't it? It's other shit. It is. Um, other shit. Is there anything you, you want to talk about in this other section? Other shit? Any ideas you want Probably, to Probably, but you, you said you had something. Why don't you go first? I, do, I, do, I have one thing that I would like to like press upon you. Um, oh, God. So I've got, a, <laughs> I've got a link that I'm going to send you. But wait, okay. wait a second. So I'm going to set the scene. So um, last episode, we talked a bit about um, Donald Trump videos. Or Donald Trump yeah. content, right? So yeah. um, we had, um, I mentioned Sassy Justice, which is, you know. Very funny. Very funny. I, well, I also second that motion now. Thank you. And I actually, and, and since since we spoke, I've watched the Cummy Rule, which you recommended. Oh, yeah. And I would say that, um, yes, it was definitely watch, worth watching just for Brendan Gleeson. Yeah, watchable. Playing... Donald Trump, mm. it's like, yes, he, it's like, yeah, look, everything you said in the last episode just um, highlights yeah. the how bizarre like, the character of Donald Trump is, and Brendan Gleeson yeah. gets him to a T, and it's really worth watching, I really enjoyed watching. The rest of the program wasn't that great, but like, just, it was worth it just for him. So, right, there's that, right? So I'm just trying to frame this properly. So the other thing okay. that we've talked about previously is reaction videos, Yes. So you're a fan of reaction videos, right? And why? What's that about? Well, uh, uh, well, this was a, a flash in the pan thing, you know, where you go down YouTube holes, actually. Um, 
not been indulging recently, although there was a period in which I was. Um, I think it stems from you don't need to talk person. too much about this. Just, just, just a, quick, very, okay. a very quick idea as to what is and why. Came like across it. some reaction videos is just people watching usually music videos they haven't seen for the first time. My pleasure in it stems from I, I love showing films and songs to people, usually friends or family who haven't heard them before and enjoying their reaction. So it's okay. like a small okay. uh, version of that, basically. Okay. 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 So, so yeah, I mean, yeah, you clearly don't know what I'm doing here. And what I'm going to tell you, right, is that um, um, I'm going to play you this and you're going to watch it and you're going to want to, I assume, stop watching it and stop the <laughs> podcast recording before it's finished. Um, but what I'm telling you right now is obviously I'm the editor and it doesn't really matter whether you say to stop it or not, because I'm going to continue oh, to play it. Um, fucking power so, trip again. So, exactly, yes. It's massive, mass, massive power trip. So I've sent you a link right here. So um, It's like every time I ask it, can you just edit that bit out? No. You're always trying to be in charge. I'm like, well, actually, you just... Uh, whatever. Get, get, get on. I don't know how this is going to work on a podcast, me watching a video, but I'm, I'm going to trust you. So so right. the, so what, what, what you're about to see is is a portion of a film um, which which has been made. It's called, it's called A Portrait of Donald, Donald Trump. Um, yeah. And um, what it is, it's, what, it's, 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 it's a supercut of um, different, different um, times when... Donald Trump has said certain things and, and the person who's made this film has cut together yeah. every time um, uh, Donald Trump has said that same thing. So so the lead in to what you're talking, what you're seeing here is is him talking about his Instagram views and his, his social media hits and talking right. about the fact that his, um, his social media hits have reduced slowly and he's not quite seeing the, 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 the view count that he was used to. Because, you know, you also cool off, right? It used to take me a short number of days to pick up 100,000 people. I'm not complaining. We're like at 60 some odd million, but then we have five different sites. We have another site with 25 million. We have the president of the United States is at this podium in the White House complaining about losing Instagram followers. 7,000, Billions and 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 bill
and billions 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 you have to stay with it you have to stay with it don't start taking your headphones billions and 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 bill
billions and billions and billions and billions. I always like it when he's got well beaters next to him, just looking like what the fuck is going on. Even the ones who like him because they're allies are just like billions and 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 billions 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 right ladies and gentlemen a portrait of Donald Donald J Trump by Vic Berger and Vice News. Mate, I'm so proud of you for actually making it to the end. I really expected you to tell me to go fuck myself and to stop it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, portrait of Donald Trump on YouTube is a mesmerizing, beautiful thing. It is mesmerizing. It's amazing. <laughs> um, we do need to finish the okay, podcast, yeah. though. We had to finish? No. Okay. Um, well... We've been gaining new listeners over time. Been a bit of a spike up and down, mm-hmm. but some people have been very loyal, which uh, is really pleasing. Uh, okay. And I like that a few people have given us some good reviews. A few bastards have given us one on two star reviews. Maybe probably. Yeah. Hate those cunts. Them, yeah. I mean, who takes the time out to do that, really? Massive cunts. Don't be. Don't. Don't. Let's not be well, yeah, about the I mean, bush. You know what? Massive cunts. Like, yeah. I never thought oh, I'm going to take the second out just to fucking, you know. It's a fledgling podcast. We're trying our best here. Yeah. We, yeah, we should take a time out to say what bunch of massive cunts yeah, these people are. Um, are we going to finish? Are we going to end? Are we going to finish the podcast? Say, like, the end of this episode. Say good goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. And if you do like the podcast, again, I know you're not going to do it, but just. Give us a review to counteract the cunts who are giving us bad ones. You know, you know. We're not making any money out of this or anything. We're just doing it out of our own. Why are we doing it? <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Goodbye. Goodbye, Goodbye, everybody, and we'll see you in two weeks for another Bye. episode about something. Thank you, Matt. <laughs>